welcome Shauna Bang to the podcast today. She recently became the Mixed Reality Product Marketing Manager for Dynamics 365 Remote Assist for Microsoft, and previously created and managed the Humans of IT community within the Microsoft tech community, which I absolutely love and have benefited from. And I want to thank you so much for joining me today, uh, Shauna. Thank you for having me, Jeremy. Such an honor to be on your famous podcast that I've heard so much about. And yeah, I'm just happy to share my story and get to meet more people in the community. Well, and before we dive into that, I want to tell you, because you created the Humans of IT community, that it has had such an amazing impact on myself, my daughter, and a bunch of people that I interact with by adding that human element of just not going to a conference or not just having an online conference where, wherever it is, but having not just talk about products or the way we use technology, but also talk about the people factor. And just thank you so much because it's, 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 I think it's really resonating with the industry that it's not just about people, but not about the product and, and the technology. It is about the people behind the scenes and doing all that stuff as well. Thank you for saying that, Jeremy. Yeah, and, and just for listeners, like I did not pay him to say this. Like he <laughs> really means it. But you know, this is such an like a topic that's so close to my heart because I honestly believe we are so much more than the features and the products we release. We are real life humans with different challenges, different backgrounds, just trying to figure it out in tech. And so I am really honored that I had the time, um, you know, when I was running the Humans of IT community to really do this. So thank you for being part of my Humans of IT family. <laughs> and yeah, I, I just can't wait to see it grow. Like even now we have 13,000 members now and we wow. are not stopping there. That's right. Well, and so, so on that note, uh, since Humans IT is about the people, tell people who don't know you, tell us a bit about yourself, you know, where are you from uh, and what, what you do. Awesome. Well, yes, for those who don't know me, I have a long story about how I got into tech. So yes, if, if you haven't heard, my name is Shauna and I'm originally from Singapore. And, um, you know, growing up, I wanted to be a lawyer. Like, honestly, <laughs> like I love words. I love, you know, digging into facts and, you know, arguing my case. Um, but, you know, growing up, my mom pretty much said like, you know, she was worried that I would probably have really bad eyesight because I'll be studying law journals and cases like all day. So, you know, I actually did an internship in a law firm and um, I have a major in business law and, you know, I got exposure to that side and it, it's, it's a fascinating space, but, you know, getting to really shadow lawyers in family court, it is a tough industry. Mm -hmm. Seeing, you know, divorce cases, seeing like children getting rehomed. And I thought like, you know, it's such an important area, but I just didn't feel like it was right for me. Um, and eventually, so law was out and I thought, you know, maybe I'll go work in a bank because Singapore <laughs> is the financial hub, right, of Asia. And I ended up doing an internship too at a bank. And I realized, yeah, not really my kind of thing, helping people, you know, do wealth management and like communicating your interest rates on like ETFs and stuff, not my thing. And so, you know, it came to a time when I had to choose like what job I wanted to do. And my dad worked in tech, like pretty much all his life. He has been at IBM for the longest time. He recently retired, but like you, Jeremy, like, you know, I was the only girl in my family and my dad really wanted somebody to kind of follow his footsteps and right. join tech. And so when I graduated, he said, um, do you want to work in an industry where you use the technology or do you want to be the industry that creates the technology that mm. everybody else will use? And that really resonated with me because, 
yeah, I want to be at the forefront of technology where I get to build the solutions that helps everybody else, no matter what industry you're in. And so when the time came and I graduated, I, I joined Microsoft as an intern. So I started at Microsoft my last year of undergraduate school, uh, went out to undergraduate. And um, I started licensing marketing for Asia Pacific. And so licensing, and this is way before subscription times, right? I'm, I'm like dating myself here. It's almost but like law, right? The licensing is like it is. law. It's the rules on like how you license products. And it's not the most fun, I will say. So, <laughs> but excellent learning ground, right? On how products work and really getting insight into that space. And then when I graduated, I um, joined as a technical account manager. So really working with... Um, you know, customers across different industries, including public sector, to really identify what are some of the solutions that are most important for them and the different workloads that can transform how they do their business. So I did that for three years. And eventually I went to a conference in Redmond. I just knew that eventually at some point I wanted to work at court because much as I love Singapore and all the food, like, you know, it's a really small country and I just felt like this is such a big world and I wanted to truly have global impact. And so I went over for a conference, met a lady and I did not know she was the GM of communications at the time. And she pretty much just asked me like, what is your, uh, you know, what's your career journey? Like, what do you want to do? And I said, I want to work at court. And she said, perfect. We have an open role in crisis PR. Um, <laughs> we'll send you the details. And literally by the time I got back home to Singapore after the plane ride, all, all the information was sent. I interviewed and took on a role that apparently no one in all the country wanted. So they hired oh, no. from the two furthest places, um, Singapore and Australia. <laughs> and we got our visa in three months and we ended up working at court. And so, you know, it's kind of an interesting background. I wouldn't say I planned any of it, um, but, you know, opportunities just come up, right? And mm. I would say all the experiences that I had leading up to this really helped me gain good clarity and insight on what are the challenges we face in tech. When you work in crisis PR, you have seen pretty much everything right. that goes on in the industry, right? And so eventually I did that for two years, came to a point where I thought, you know, instead of reactively managing crisis, I want to be part of the solution, right? I want to proactively address some of the key issues we were seeing in our industry today. And one of that is around diversity inclusion. Mm -hmm. And so I'm coming to where to the point where we built the humans of IT community. But um, it was interesting because Anna Chu, whom you know as well, and I heard you just interviewed her in a previous episode, she pretty much came up to me and she said, oh, my team has an opening for a women in tech marketing role. And I said, what do you mean women in tech? Like, why are we only marketing to women in tech? Like, we're not one dimensional. We're not just our gender. <laughs> and so I took that job description, went to the hiring manager and said, I'd love to do this, but I want to do it holistically. I don't want to do you know, something that just focused on a one dimensional aspect of who we are as humans. Like I'm more than a woman, I'm an immigrant. I, you know, I'm the first one in my family to leave Singapore and come to the United States. Um, I am from a non-traditional tech background. So I have a double major in marketing and law, but no formal tech training, if you will. So everything I know, I learned on the job and through people like you in the community. Um, and so I said, yeah, like, can we make this something that's holistic, that really looks at the core of what it means to be human and what brought us on this journey? Because no two people have the same journey in tech, 
like, you know, and we're not here by chance either, right? Like sometimes, you know, you, you might deliberately plan your career out and it won't happen exactly as you plan it. Sometimes it's, you know, you meet somebody and they brought you along on the opportunity and that transformed your life forever. And so I really want to celebrate that. Like, and, and you've seen from our Humans of ID track, some of the amazing stories we've seen. We've had a former Catholic nun turn like ethic professor um, or, you know, ethics and compliance at Microsoft. So Denise Pyle, great session, by the way, the recordings available on the Microsoft Ignite website. Highly recommend checking that out. Donna Sakar, you know, she's not one dimensional. She works in tech, has a fashion company. She writes books as well. And I think that's the beauty of it, right? In tech, you can truly be whoever you want to be. And I think, you know, like as, as people who are in tech, we have the privilege to extend it to people outside of it so that they too can reap the benefits of what it means to work with technology. What tools can you use to really solve world problems? And I think that's, that's what excites me the most about Humans of IT. Wow. Well, so tell us a little bit about your new role in terms of, you know, what, what is it about and what, what excites you about it? Yeah, so right now I moved over to Dynamics 365 Mixed Reality. And like you say, it was kind of a bit of a mouthful, but I lead the Remote Assist app that's on Dynamics 365 MR. So what it is, it's, it's a tool that allows people to collaborate um, not only through voice and video, but with the power of mixed reality. So annotation. So imagine somebody in a rural country getting to see everything that you are seeing and getting to annotate through the power of like holograms and mixed reality. There are so many use cases that we could apply, right? Mm -hmm. Manufacturing, automotive, healthcare. And I feel like with COVID and everything that's happening, like this has truly accelerated the use of mixed reality and the power that it can create. And so my job is to democratize this and demystify the mixed reality space so that anyone can learn how to use these skills, how to infuse it into their business and just, yeah, just create that knowledge so that we can all learn together. I'm with all of you on this learning journey myself. That's amazing. And it, it is such a, an interestingly new technology that the sky's the limit in terms of how you can uh, explain it and, and experience it. So. Right, we are at the tip of the iceberg. We haven't even started that full transformation journey. So I am excited to be at the forefront of it and get to shape that narrative. Wow, so you've been around a while, done a few different jobs and experienced uh, the IT community, uh, helped create IT communities. What, what is something we do today that you would change? If, if somebody came to you, Shauna, and said, Shauna, you have you know, the Harry Potter wand or, or, or whatever to, to make a change, What's something you would you know take a look at and say this is something we should do differently so the biggest thing for me is around accessibility like mm. this is something that's really close to my heart because i truly believe that at some point all of us will have an access need it's not a matter of if but when right so the sooner we can wave that magic wand jeremy and get accessibility really built into all our pr products and solutions the better the world will be for it because there will come a time where we will need that and we need to create this so that our future generations can also use this technology and truly benefit from it. Um, I would say Microsoft is doing a really good job with that. All of us have access to a lot of training resources. If you go to Microsoft Enable, that's a great place to get started as well. Um, there's something called the Accessibility in Action Batch, where you can learn about different types of um, accessibility needs. So I highly recommend it. If any of you have access to this training, please do it and please get that badge. 
Oh, that's a great, that's, a, that, that, that's really important. I mean, I work in the federal government space. Accessibility is something we care about because we have to, you know, the, the, we work with the, the general public and everything we put out has to meet very specific guidelines on how accessible it is to anybody from any perspective. So that's a really important uh, thing that I agree with you. Uh, needs more work for sure. Yeah, and I also think the industry tends to think of access needs as just physical access needs. But, you know, in running the humans of IT community, I really found that 70% of disabilities are invisible. We have people in the community who live in neurodiversity, right, and all other sorts of access needs. So how can we create a space that is safe and welcoming and give them tools that can truly empower them? I think all of us, no matter which company you're, you're working for, we are striving to find the solution. That's awesome. All right. So, you know, where do you see, I mean, you've only been in your job for a month, which is kind of awesome. So where do you see that headed? Where do you see either, you know, your career in this, in this new space, as well as where do you see the future of, of mixed reality? That's a great question. I think it's a million dollar question as to where <laughs> that will go. You know, I always tie it back to my personal career value, which is I am all about creating tech for social impact to really transform the world at hyperscale, right? We want to make sure we use cutting edge technology, no matter what it is, technology is always evolving. Mixed reality might be the new thing now. There could be quantum computing, a whole bunch of other things that we don't even know of yet. But the most important thing is who are we using this technology for? And what is the problem we are trying to solve? I think for me, that is something that I always keep at the back of my mind in whatever role I'm in, whether it's PR, it's marketing, or perhaps someday working engineering, you know, um, I think if we ground ourselves in the mission that tech should truly be used as a leveler and a tool to empower everybody to, you know, transform their lives, then I think we'll be in a good spot, no matter where you are or what your background is. Well, fantastic. Well, I want to thank you so much, Shauna, for taking time out of your day today to have this conversation with me. I mean, I, I love interacting with you. You're so full of energy. You uh, inspire me to get involved in even more just through the energy you bring in, in, in a conversation like this. So thank you for taking the time today. And kudos to you, Jeremy. You've done the thing. Like You've <laughs> created a whole new podcast to spotlight human stories. So thank you as well for doing that.